Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one somber page of Talmud a day. Yep, I said somber because, listen, folks, usually this podcast tries to be a ray of light in a dimming world because we have enough grimness and enough bad news to last us a lifetime, and we could all use a bit of a pick-me-up, some reminder that with faith and friendship, cheerfulness always breaks on through. But today's page, Gitin 58, delivers one of the most shocking and sad tales in the entire Talmud, one that has a lot to teach us, especially today, as we are so distracted and divided and desperate. It tells of a carpenter's apprentice who was lusting after his boss's wife. So one day, the carpenter was in a bit of a tight spot and he needed a small loan. No problemo, said the apprentice. I'll lend you the cash. Just send your wife over and I'll hand her an envelope stuffed with bills. So over the apprentice's house, the wife goes. And for some inexplicable reason, she stays there for three whole days. And before she has the chance to return home, the apprentice rushes over to meet his boss, the carpenter. What's the deal? asks the carpenter. Where's my wife? It's been like three days. Oh, says the carpenter. About that, yeah, I have some bad news. I sent her on her way immediately after she arrived at my house. I gave her the money and everything, and she left. But rumor has it that on her way, she met some young scoundrels, and they, well, you know, they had their way with her. Hearing this news of his wife's infidelity, the carpenter was distraught. What shall I do? He asked the apprentice. I mean, said the apprentice, if you want my advice, you should divorce her, man. But, said the carpenter, her marriage contract is so large, and if I divorce her, I would owe her a lot of money. Ah, don't worry about that, says the apprentice. I'll lend you the money. And so it was. The apprentice lent the carpenter the cash. The carpenter divorced his wife, and almost immediately... Wouldn't you know it? The apprentice rushed over and married the woman himself. Fast forward a few weeks, and now it's time for the carpenter to pay the loan back to the apprentice. Sadly, however, he has no money. No worries at all, says the apprentice. Instead of paying me back in coin, come and work for me. I'll be the carpenter, and you become my apprentice. And so it happened. And they, the Talmud tells us, the apprentice and his wife would sit and eat and drink while he, the woman's first husband, the carpenter, would stand over them and serve them their drinks and tears would drop from his eyes and fall into their cups. It's a difficult story to parse, mainly because, well, because no one here is innocent. The apprentice, of course, is a manipulative villain, no doubt about that. And the carpenter, too, is a cruel jerk, believing the rumors about his wife and divorcing her at the first innuendo of impropriety rather than rushing over to her side and offering help and support. But the wife, too, doesn't come out clean. No one forced her to stay with the apprentice for three days. A sensible person would have rushed home back to their family, and it's likely that she, too, was being unfaithful and duplicitous. At every turn of this story, tragedy could have been avoided. And yet at every turn of this story, each and every participant let the worst angels of his or her nature prevail. 
That would have been bad enough. But the story doesn't end there. It ends with an existential bang, a world historical sucker punch no one saw coming. Here are the last words of the story in the Talmud. And at that time, the Jewish people's sentence was sealed for remaining silent in the face of this injustice. In other words, the fate of the Jewish people, the temple's destruction, exile, suffering, all that bad stuff was sealed right there and then as the carpenter was sitting and serving drinks and crying into the cups of his ex-wife and his former apprentice. A calamity brought about not by colossal armies and massive wars, but by one bastard apprentice who let his lust prevail, by one abusive carpenter who failed to trust and care for his wife, and by one unfaithful woman who figured there was no reason not to hang out for three days in the home of another man. The rabbi spent millennia interpreting the story. The carpenter, some of them explained, was God in this allegory, and his wife was the Jewish people, and the apprentice was the embodiment of all the enemies the Jews have ever had. When we stray, they argued, God grows distant and cold. It's a nice metaphor, but you don't have to read it like that. There's no need, in fact, to bring God into the story at all. The moral here is far more fundamental and all too human. At every turn, we have choices to make. Choices that are so small that often they don't seem like choices at all. Should we trust someone or be a little bit suspicious? Should we let our anger take over or should we swallow our pride? Should we be blinded by desire or should we make an effort and control our lust? We go about our lives not giving any of it a second thought. And yet it's exactly the cumulative weight of these decisions that brings about either our redemption or, God forbid, our destruction. So here's hoping we make better choices, love one another, and bring about a far better ending to our story. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Gittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash Take One newsletter. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And you could get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.